Hey, this is Dave King from Brightside and the Solar Panel. I want to give a special shout out to your Aussie Facebook group for Suns fans and for your pod big three of Gav, Hamo, and Cable, as well as my good friend Nate, who uh, who contributes on the podcast a lot. Good job. Keep, keep up all the hard work, and we'll see you on the Solar Panel when you guys watch again. First of all, I'd like to congratulate the Milwaukee Bucks and their fans. If we were to lose to any team, I would have wanted it to be them. The Bucks built their team the right way. I'm happy for Giannis. He genuinely seems like a good guy. I'm happy for Drew. He went through hell a few years ago and chose his family. He came back and got the ultimate reward. And I'm happy for PJ Tucker. He was a great Suns player during a really dark time for our franchise. For Suns fans, this was an amazing roller coaster. It was a blessing in so many ways, and it ended in the deepest of pains. At the start of the season, all of us, us Suns fans were excited. A playoff berth finally looked a real chance. But the end of the year, or by the end of the year, not only did a playoff berth happen, but a finals run happened. At the start of the season, our squad added a point guard, a man beast who could shoot some threes. These were two players that would add experience and talent to a young, talented squad that were coming off an 8-0 bubble run. We got to witness the growth of our much-maligned number one draft pick and the rapid development of two, our two lottery picks. And, of course, we got to see the cornerstone of our franchise take another step towards greatness. We started the year hoping to be playoff contenders. That developed into conference contenders and, finally, into championship contenders. Who would have thought the Phoenix Suns in the 2021 finals? At the end of the series, it was heartbreak for us all. We were beaten by fucking Superman. But with all of this, it was an amazing season by our young team. We have a great future. Yes, we missed a fantastic opportunity. An opportunity that will likely go down as the greatest what-if in Suns history. But despite that, we have a great future nonetheless. Devin Booker's 25. DeAndre Ayton's 23. Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson are both 25. These guys have now experienced an NBA Finals run. Crowder and Paul will likely stay on next season, and we have scope to add and change our list. I'm excited about our future. As Suns fans, we finally have credibility, something we've been screaming for, screaming for over 10 years for. We're all heartbroken right now, but let's look at the bright side. We have plenty, cheer plenty of cheering ahead of us as the so-called stars of the Western Conference start to fade with age, our young stars are only starting to shine. Welcome to the Suns podcast, the Aussie fans podcast that will wrap up what was really and ultimately a fantastic and amazing season for our uh, young team. As we welcome along, uh, let's start from Hamo. Hamo, welcome along, mate, and uh, obviously disappointing, but welcome along and thanks for jumping on anyway. No, absolute pleasure to be here. Um, very happy with what we did this year, so I'm looking forward to this podcast. And, of course, Nate, uh, official part of the Big Four now. Uh, welcome along, mate. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get to see the, uh, the the Santa Suns hat for one last time this season, but welcome back, mate. I'll still wear it on Christmas Day when it's actually Christmas, and I think about next season. Love it. And actually, uh, it will be next season, so it'll be pretty easy. <laughs> actually, it will be in the middle of next season too, and... Boyd, welcome along, mate. Welcome back to the pod. It's been a while since we've had you here, but great to have you back on. Cheers, boys. Keen to talk. 
Let's go. So we're um, we're we're all coming off the back of the fact that our Phoenix Suns did not win the championship. Um, unfortunate, um, disappointing, all that sort of stuff. But off a great season. Uh, I guess all we can do now is wrap up the game. So, uh, Nate, what were your thoughts on the on the game as a overall? Uh, <laughs> I don't even have anything to add. I don't have stats. I don't have emotions quarter to quarter. I didn't write anything down watching this one. I just watched it in angst on the edge of my seat, literally on the edge, um, hoping nobody called me uh, from work, <laughs> um, which inevitably they did. Um, did. My only memory was how good the second quarter was. And you know what? I think that second quarter being so fantastic sums up the season. And rather than looking at the negative right now, I'm just going to say, you know what? They put out an amazing second, and that is that is the essence of what we're taking into next season. And every other team should be very, very wary of it. Absolutely agree, 100%. Uh, Boyd, anything to add? Mate, yeah, look, I I think um, in your little monologue that made me a little bit teary inside. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I just think... Um, yeah, you know, you hit the nail on the head. The Greek freak was a Superman, and and we, we were never going to do a real good job on him. And we did a good job on a lot of the other guys, but unfortunately, it was it wasn't. They did a they did a better job on us defensively. Um, Drew Drew Holiday and um, you know Tucker did fuck all off offensively. I think we we had him, held them to a really good. Uh, field goal percentage, them guys, but but the Greek freak just, uh, mate, he did it. He did things that um, our guys couldn't do and we just couldn't match it. And he's just, um, he's at a different, you know, he's on a different timeline to what we are. And um, yeah, it was it was his time ultimately. So we just have to cop that. He's a he's a, he's a good enough bloke. And um, the good thing is he's he's 26, Booker's 20, 24, turning 25. So we've got... Um, We've got a couple of years to get to that level before, you know, stay. So, yeah, yeah, still a little bit emotional about it, guys. But yeah, it's um, plenty of uh, plenty of things to look forward to. And that, that Boyd, I remember really... at one point there that uh, what you were talking about the freak. How do you stop him? And there was one point where I actually texted a mate that uh, was late in the third, and I remember saying, "We've got to play the gas game." He looks gassed. He looks tired. If he can't find another gear for the fourth, our whole thing is the fact he can slow down. We still have the bench to pick up, and he didn't slow down. No, <laughs> and we didn't have to play, and we didn't have the players to cop any more fouls. I it was, was, the basket, it was a foul, and he oh. hit all the free throws. He was even amazed he hit the free throws. Oh, and yeah. that was the, the rest of us. Where the like, fuck did he learn to? How did he learn to shoot free throws for, between one game? Jesus Christ. He still hit a three. Oh, it's, look, it's spot on. Look, the man was Superman. He was just absolutely phenomenal. And the, the one thing I want to take out of what you just said there, Boyd, he's 26. If did, Has anyone gone back and looked at the photos of him when he joined the league? Between sort of 20 yes. and 22. Yeah. He was a scrawny yeah. little midget. Do you know what we've got to look forward to? DeAndre Ayton can hit the gym and look like that. He, he has got that athleticism. He, he could be anything he wants to be. If And I hope he's taken a lesson out of what 
Giannis through at him. Um, because if he has, that guy could be anything. He's got the athleticism. If he puts that size and strength on, he could be unstoppable. Hamo, what were your thoughts? Um, obviously, working once again was listening to the game. Um, early in the first quarter, um, obviously, I'm not in the I'm in the group chat, but I'd mute it for like eight hours That's when the game's on. Feed. Yeah. Um, I was really, oh shit, in the start and middle of the first quarter and then, you know, jumping in and out of the truck and then I come back and we were even and it's like, oh shit, hang on. And then, yeah, no, it was, fuck. Yeah. However, um, what you said is, is really right about Giannis. He, he does need like, well, sorry, Aiden, if he can build up his you know, his size a little bit, but still keep some speed. I think that'd be really good. Um, I think there's possibly only one person in the league that could get, compete with uh, defending Giannis, and unfortunately, that's KD. Hard to argue. Uh, I mean, at, the, at this stage, well... Fuck, uh, fuck KD. Oh, you're a KD <laughs> fan, aren't you, Hammer? <laughs> fuck, fuck him. Fuck, Fuck KD, he couldn't do shit. Man, I knew yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew hey, I should have hey. brought his shoes in here to show you. KD couldn't do shit. You know, he fucking no, lost to him. him. He couldn't do anything. Him. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying right now, but the only person in terms of length and speed and size, I don't think Aiden can be quick enough to. What about <laughs> AD? AD? AD's probably your best bet, I reckon. Similar, oh, whole, similar sort I of I do not rate AD, man. I mean, I know, look, Giannis went to another level in game six, but for he the did. remainder of the final series, they actually didn't defend him that badly. He, he hmm. did a good job on him. Um, solid job, but it was as good as anyone was going to dish up, unfortunately, from it's, our It's squad. hard to d- defend against that spin move in the post that he does, man. Oh, it's, know, hard to defend, right. it's hard to defend against a bloke who shoots more foul shots than your entire team because... No matter how much contact he puts on Devin Booker at one end, the exact same thing happens at the other and he gets the call. That's tough to defend. Mate, but mate, on that point last night, I um I play you might know the veterans out at uh, Auckland up here. So we had um I played my first game of the season uh, this week because I've been not sober for the last two thanks to the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I my, my shoes as I have brought up on one pot of Giannis, and I wore my freaks as as I normally do and I played on the court, and I I drove the basket and I hyperextended my fucking finger, <laughs> and you know the first thing I said was fuck I gotta get new shoes. <laughs> Just exactly. like the Atlanta series, is these now. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Get next year. Guys, <laughs> guys um, a few pods back, we talked about um, um, who we would prefer match up against. And I was all for Atlanta. And I'm pretty sure you guys all jumped on, um, use one of the bucks. And I'm just, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? Guys, no, you, no, you guys, that's, that's not fully accurate. Guys, I said I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> I said my money's on Atlanta. Um, and you know what? At the end of it, even though we didn't win it, if we lost to Atlanta, I'd be fucking angry. Yeah, that yeah I would have been furious. You, you can't, we, we got beat by the best team in the East. So and the best player in the, the best player opinion, in the world. Yeah, exactly. right now, let's be honest. Giannis is the, the best gym. player in the world. 
Anyway, I'm just grasping. I'm just clutching at straws. Oh, like, yeah, no, I get it. We get it, Dave. Um, we get it. Right. Good. Good. Let's let's move on. Player of the uh, of the game for game six. I know it's hard and all that sort of stuff, but let's uh, we got to we've got to touch on it. Who was your player of the game for game six? Probably a lot of us sort of gave it away after after the game was lost and didn't really think about it. Um, but let's just try and roll this one out and see how we go. And because Nate looks so confident, you can go first. Does it have to be on our team? <laughs> like seriously? <laughs> well, we know we know Giannis was the best player, but best Suns player for the game. Mate, I'm going to give it to Crowder. And, and there's only one reason, and it's because he had to play support role on defense on Giannis. Every time, because Aiton was in foul trouble so early, yeah, and yes. Crowder's there every time going, I've got to switch off my player, I've got to help the double team. And he kept, he did a really good job at getting off his player, getting the double team, and not getting a feedback to his player. So defensively, he did everything he could have. Aiton did everything he could have, especially being in foul trouble. So between the two of them, I'm just going to give it to Crowder for the effort factor because how do you stop that guy? I mean, you, you said it already, you can't stop me, Superman. He's the best player in the world at the moment. Uh, and Crowder stepped up and said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go in there with that and give it everything. Um, so I'm going to give it to the defensive players. Like it. All right, Boyd. Uh, look, I, I was thinking the same thing. Can you give it to someone on the other team? But I won't because I'm a son. And... Um, and look, I I know Crowder did hit some, uh, did miss some some bunnies, but um, I was I was leaning towards him. He got, I think he got four or five steals or something. So he's yeah, you're yeah, he right, did. man. He yeah. he was really playing them passing lanes, and he was he had a good effect there. But look, just to, mm-hmm. just look, this guy could have done more, and he 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 should have. Um, I'll give it to CP three. And yes, uh, yes. Look at his numbers, and um, given given the fact that that guy he fucked his shoulder, he's got a fucked wrist or whatever it is, or it's not that bad, albeit. But he can't just had fuck. He just got COVID, and he came out, and he and he 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 should have done more. We needed him to do more, but he's what he's nearly thirty seven years old, and he's fucking um, just come off fucking COVID and two injuries. And he's 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 been marked up by you know some some really good defenders. So, and he he was still, I won't say he was uh, spectacular, but he was solid. He was solid. And if we didn't have him, uh, we it probably would have been a landslide. I think. I think. Fuck. I don't know. It's a tough one, guys. We lost. No, I think uh, you. Yeah. I, I think that's a fair nomination. CP three had a good game, no doubt. Yeah. All right, Hamo. Um, I'm just going to go with Aiton. I mean, he's a lot younger than Booker. Booker's been preparing for this moment for a long time, um, whether he's actually been able to achieve it or not. Um, I I think Aiton's done a great job, you know, only being, what, third year, second, third year in the league. Yeah. Um, just stepping up, trying to do his absolute best. You could tell he really was, man. Um yeah, I just, I just sort of feel that since the bubble, um, Booker doesn't really know where his shots are coming from kind of thing, especially in the last few games. Like in the bubble, he was able to create his own space and do those shots. But in the clutch moments, of the, especially the last game, he, he just didn't look like he knew where he, 
where it was coming from. You know what I mean? It was just grab and throw. Um, you know, which we'll, we'll get into the free agency and possible trades and that later, but like, yeah, I'm just going to have to go with Aiton. Sorry, guys. I, th- I think he did Hammer, on that point, the very best he could. On that point, if you look at the bubble, Aiton didn't have the same cast around him and he didn't have the same development in the players around him then as he did now. So he had to take those shots. Yeah, sorry. And I might he have, knew, I might have he said knew. the wrong person there. No, I was actually no, 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 you didn't. No, no, no. In no, that you didn't. Scenario, I'm giving you a comparison. I was talking about Booker. Yeah, no, when sorry, I'm talking about Booker. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm talking about Booker, sorry. And because th- th- Aiton's development in the bubble, completely different to what we saw progress this year. Yeah. Bridges, Cam Johnson, everyone around him in the bubble, completely different progression to what we saw this year. So it's a completely different team. He had to take every shot in yeah. that bubble. Yeah. yeah, of course. This year, he knew he didn't. And then he got two 40-point games and felt, fuck, maybe I have to again. And I, I think just by looking at him, he was torn and he didn't make the decisions quick enough. And I think the timing is the bit that's going to come with maturity in the league is CP3 makes the decisions quick, right? Yeah. Booker, you could see him take that extra second to make a decision and it cost, it cost turnovers, it cost open shots, it cost a three-pointer and, and where he drove into three players and had the ball stolen. So I, I think it's... Uh, more to do with the progression of the players around him and realising that he doesn't have to be the man, but maybe in that moment, the last choice he made was, I'm still going to try. Yeah, yeah he was, I just... He was yeah. probably half a second behind in his decision-making book um, right throughout the final series, I reckon. And and that would be because PJ Tucker and Drew Holiday rushed him. Um, and you, uh, I reckon you're spot on, Nate, where Chris, Chris Paul can make that decision... Book probably took a half a second longer and got himself into trouble a few times. Mm-hmm. But um, for mine, uh, player of game six was Mikael Bridges. Um, he was he was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was great on the defensive end. Um, he he was penetrating, hitting jump, elbow jumpers. Mikael Bridges is the one for me for next season that I think is just going to take a massive leap. Um, and those signs that came out of that game six for me say that Mikael Bridges has got a massive, massive future ahead of him. But um, special mention, confidence. special mention goes to Frank Kaminsky. Yes, Frank. Frank came in, <laughs> no, and I'm not joking up. here. Frank came in and played those Dario minutes. He he came I'll in. Pay it. He was no less effective than what Dario had been. He, he was defensively, he got a couple of big stops on Giannis. Um, yep. Offensively, he was hitting the scoreboard and passing quite well. Frank played some pretty damn valuable minutes in that game. And if we did get the win, Frank would have played a big role in us winning that game um, just from the minutes he did play. So Definitely. a bit of a mention for Frank Kaminsky there. What we want now from each of you is your player of the playoff slash finals for the Phoenix Suns. We're going to start with you, Boyd. Who was your player of the playoffs slash finals? DeAndre Ayton. Minus, I'm not even going to minus uh, the final series. um, uh, Not so much, but that dude was our pillar. He, um, he, um, he really proved all the national guys um, wrong. You know, everyone. Everyone was saying, "Oh, you know, he's um, 
uh, he was just a disaster pick and all that sort of stuff. But by the end of the, by the end of this uh, playoff series, they were saying, look, he's he's proved his number one pick. Um, you know, he's he's doing all this stuff before Luca. He's developed his defensive game and he can turn it on. He can't. He's still only twenty two. I mean, he's um, he's going to have his. Um, you've you've also also got to remember is he's got while he's got a really good pick and roll game um, player in in um, CP three. Um, he's also got you know Devin Booker. He's who's a you know he gets he needs his shots. Um, CP three really really took over games and was and, and and was taking his shots throughout this playoffs. But he still found time to. Um, with um, we know twelve to fifteen shots a game, put up really good percentages, and just really his defense against you know, Jokic, um, AD when he was in the series, um, you know the um, the switching he done in the, uh, in the in in the Clippers series, and then to come up against the fucking you know the top dog in buddy Giannis, um, he was always going to have his work cut out for him, and. Um, he did all right at the start of that last game, but he, yeah, it's just um, Giannis is just a freak man, and and he got the better of him in this finals. But overall, Da, my man, he's uh, proved himself. He's getting that max, and um, good on him, proving all the naysayers wrong. I like it, mate. I like it, and particularly, I think one of your uh, one of your comments there was his defense. And when we drafted him, everyone said the bloke couldn't play defense, and I yeah. think he certainly proved everyone wrong there. So. Nah, good nomination, Nate. Who's your uh, who's your call? Well, mate, I, I did honestly think about Da for the exact same reasons that Boyd said, um, and I'm going to take a different path. I'm going to say why to start with. In retrospect to what you were saying, Boyd, Da this season and this playoffs was not an alpha dog. Granted, we've already got two of them. And they know the pecking order, and CP3 set Booker at the top of the pecking order. But DA was our defensive pin against the biggest alpha dog. So that was a learning curve, and I think if he does learn from it next season, if he steps it up with, like you said, the physicality, with the physical development, with the knowledge of what he's achieved this season – with CP3 sticking around, with Booker sticking around, and then he gets pissed off that he didn't win it. I want to see him step up into that alpha dog mentality. He doesn't have it yet. I think all the potential in the world is that it's coming. All that being said, I'm going to go off track and I'm going to go back to the reason we got to the finals, and that is the development of our players. So all of our players developed extremely up- I can't even put the, the words, the attitudes, the words together. Everyone hit a path of development this season at the same time. That's how we got the finals. Everyone achieved above all their standards. And think back to last season. Think back all the way to the point where we had three and four point guards to the point we had one and nothing else. We had no backup point guards. So I'm going to give it to campaign. Oh, he, he showed up. He stepped up and he became an absolutely valid backup point guard. Now, I'll be the first one to criticise him on the fact he, he's not a pass-first guy. He's a dribble like CP3, drive the basket, look for a shot before he tries to pass it. But 
he's he plays the role within the team. He's dedicated to his teammates, his team. He gives absolutely everything. And I think it was completely obvious throughout the entire series, be it all the series, the playoffs, the start yeah, to the yeah, finals. The yep. We we couldn't have done it without a reliable backup point guard, which is half the reason we haven't been here for so long. Yeah. So I'm giving it to campaign. Like it. That's a great nomination. Great nomination. Hamo, who you got? So it's gone. Um look, I'm just gonna have to go with Bridges. Um A because longevity. I spoke about it in the last cast about how he hasn't missed X amount of games, college or professional. Um, he's adapted a whole new type of style like you guys have touched on, having CP3 there with the ball, doing things differently. A um, few extra pieces, having Jay Crowder and that. And he still managed to like not only be in our starting five most of the time, but just always, as you're saying about campaign, always gives it his all. He might not have the best games all the time, but he always gives it his all, man. And especially in the last two games, he was very much underutilized. He had great numbers for the little parts that he did. Um, so I'm going to go with Bridges because I know that Gav's going to go with Nader. <laughs> but Hammer, you're spot on though, because this season Bridges didn't know the small forward was his starting position. He always thought he was fighting for it. Now he knows how he's performed. He knows that's our starting small forward. Yeah. Yeah. Go into next season. There's a confidence, there's a stability. And I think I think you're spot on with what we should expect from him going forward. Yeah, yeah be scary, absolutely. Man. Um look, I had Nader right up there. I had uh Frank the tank right. The less up there. minutes he plays, it. the better the it. team is. I, I, I was gonna throw <laughs> I was gonna throw Langston Galloway in just for his orange uh shortened uh jacket combo. I thought that was beautiful. Um but I'm not gonna go and I know we uh, that I've called it player of the series, but I'm not gonna go with the player. The reason we made the NBA finals and yeah, the reason that uh Nate was talking about all of that sort of stuff, the, the reason we are here and the reason that this side is no longer a fucking laughing stock and we have credibility is Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. Yes, he makes poor decisions at cool. times, time-out-wise, all that sort of stuff <laughs> that, that, that a lot of us would sit there and go, uh, fuck, Monty, what are you doing? But reality is the development of this squad from the bottom up has come from the coach of this team, Monty Williams. He has been... Phenomenal. He has brought along Bridges. He's brought along Cam Johnson. He's made sure that he's pushed DeAndre Ayton. All of the improvement that we've seen right throughout the series and including the playoff series where we were supposed to lose to the Lakers. We were supposed to lose to the Nuggets. We were supposed to lose to the Clippers, yet we we just performed in the, uh, the NBA Finals and won the first two games and we're in a really strong position. Unfortunately, lost the four in a row, but the reason we were there was Monty Williams. So for me, Monty, all the way. Gav, I'm going to weigh in and keep you talking. To your point, you were saying that Monty didn't call timeouts like we thought he should. He didn't make certain calls like we thought he should. In his press conference, the first thing he said to everybody was, this is the first time I've been here too. Yeah, that's right. I'm learning as well. Yeah. None of this team has been here before and nobody expected us to be here. 
we're all learning on the fly, essentially. He's such so, a class act. And, and, and that's more than empowering your statement yep. that regardless of where his flaws were, my <clears> God, <throat> the magnitude of what he achieved in full acknowledgement of those flaws is superb. And, and, and he's is, the reason that my vote got onto the onto the team. Yeah. He's the one that personally called campaign. Yeah, that's his yeah. doing. Campaign is his personal choice. Well, campaign was in China. <laughs> he was he was he was nowhere well, near. Was actually, G League. He came back from China. He was in the G League. Oh, G League. When, yeah, he, but he, he was in the G League when Monty reached out. He was he was nowhere near coming back to the NBA. And all of a sudden, now they're talking about a three-year, um, ten million dollar a year deal. For, for this bloke because uh, just of his yeah. impact and and right along uh, every single player everyone within that with I uh, look to be honest everyone within the entire organization is better because we hired Monty Williams and that is why I, yeah. I think he was just um he was the main reason that we are where we're at you got to give a special shout out James Jones too Mm-hmm. James, and James has been fantastic but even there I think James has done a lot of what Monty has gone I think we should do this and James is the one that's gone and got it done the pair of them are aligned they've both yeah, they fixed are. the first problem that our team had and that was reputation James Jones started the correction of our reputation Monty Williams concluded the, the the change of how people look at our reputation and Sava to his credit as well and Boyd I appreciate our shared view on Sava on this one he chimed in and has gone no I trust my team now yeah I've employed this team of people and I trust them now and it's something yep. we never thought would happen with Robert Sava none of us ever thought that Robert Sava would trust anyone and who would but have he said, did thought the... that you'd have a Phoenix Suns coach that after two years is not in trouble for fighting for his job. <laughs> And, and this is the thing. Or cleaning up goat shit. <laughs> he hired Monty. Monty, Monty did the job. <laughs> he, he went to Monty said to him, James Jones is the man to put into the role to get us to the next level as well. He trusted that. He, he did. Sava deserves a lot of credit as well for where we are right now. So um, that Sava Jones Monty um, crew, well done. Congratulations. Um, all right, the, the important one, flog, um, flog of the week. Uh, tough because you don't really want to give it to anyone from Milwaukee, I suppose. But um, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Hamo, uh, Hamo, who's your flog? Oh, that's right. He wanted to take a drink. He's going to take a moment. I no, thought he was, this is a pre- I no, thought no, he was no, no, no. Present. I thought he was no, saying no. I was the flog. Oh, that would no, be no, no. fair enough. To... Sorry, I didn't realise I was muted. Um, I'll go. I'll go a bit later. Go, boy. Okay, boy. You got a flog. Okay, my my flog. <clears throat> um, I don't want to give it to a player. You don't have to break the. Uh, it could break be any mold. Well, it's one of the guys out of our fucking chat that Jacques, fairly new guy, I think. Uh, if. It, uh, Probably doesn't watch, but anyway, he's um, just that. Uh, he's just, I think he's a young fella anyway, but he jumped on and he's fucking, ah, uh, fucking book of this, fucking DA that, and just real floggy, fucking that American, um, 
it's it's like he's got a fucking uh, drip feed of the American fucking propaganda that we try and get away from. So, Jacques, I hope you've calmed down, mate. I hope you've had your vent. But uh, unfortunately, for that game, for um for the the, the oh, two man. minutes I I jumped into the chat, you earned my flog of the week, mate. Cheers. And, uh, and Jacques, um, as a backup to that, you have no idea how close you were to getting booted. Yeah, trade low. Nate. I don't have an actual vote there, so I'm just going to leverage off Boyd's. Uh, we we all had a bit of a chat offline before we, we got on here, and I don't have an individual flog, so I'm just going to give it to all of fucking social media immediately after the game and during the fourth quarter. Simple yeah, as that. No, I just, I just think cool. everyone everyone performed poorly that was in a chat feed. And uh, I think the reason, like you said, Gav, you put this group together was we're not Americans and we will stand by our team even in the darkest moments. And yep. so flog off everyone Hoorah. else. Yeah, and we had um, we had that today and um, there will be somebody else removed from the group. Um, mainly just because he got onto a post that I posted and said that the Phoenix Suns choked. No, they didn't. They got beaten by fucking Superman. Um, that group, that group okay. is. We, we're coming off a group that has barely won a fucking game for ten years, and we've been screaming for him to do it. And you're going to sit there and go, "We choked in the finals because uh, we 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 were shit house in the second quarter of game five. Fuck off." No. Milwaukee I mean, was that, I'm not even going to. I'm not, I'm not going to do the math, Gav, because I know how that works out. But <laughs> I think did, we may have won more games in this postseason than many of the last ten years wins yes. for an entire season. Yes, yes, fantastic call, Nate. Absolutely spot on. And I, I don't know whether you're frozen with uh, the other two as well, or just on my screen. No, I'm frozen with everyone. So I'm oh, just, no, I'm you're back rolling. now. You're back. No, you're frozen again. Now you're now you're back. I can't see. Um, I can't no, see everyone. Was, so I'm just I'm just rolling. That was um that that is absolutely the best call I have heard in the last three days. In this postseason mm-hmm. alone, we've won more games than what we probably combined in the last ten years. And we're going to sit there and go, this group of twenty three and twenty four year olds with a Jay Crowder and a and a Chris Paul. Choked? No, we fucking didn't. Chris Middleton got hot. In stretches, killed us. Drew Holiday played fucking beautifully. And Giannis is fucking Superman. We did not choke. We just got beat by a better side in the NBA Finals this year. And no one can take it away from us. No one can play say we played a weak side. No one can say we played the team that beat the Bucks without their superstar. We went up against a healthy best of the best. Yep, absolutely. And that's I'm, and 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 as a true fan, that's what you want. You want to know say, though, how I'm, you really compare. I'm disappointed in you, though, Nate, oh, by thanks. going off the back of Boyd because you had the perfect vlog, which was your premiere. Oh, <laughs> that's got nothing to do with the Suns. It doesn't matter. Just an absolute vlog in general. A fog's a vlog. <laughs> Mate, bring me a speeding. <laughs> Double decker truck, like give me a road train on the Warrego at 120, and uh, oh, she fell in front of it. No, no, just... 
Still got nothing <laughs> oh, to do with basketball. Hamo, let's not, let's not a, make this political. You've had a, you've had enough of a break now, Hamo. Who's your flog? Look, you know, I've, I've been known as a bit of a quiet, reserved kind of person. Other than hatred with Hamo, I don't normally try and get aggressive. I'm. Um, you got a coin very... though, bro. That was brilliant. Sorry. That was brilliant, man. You got to coin that. Bring that. Oh, bring um, that segment. Next hashtag, season, bring that segment. Right. Put the head on yeah. backwards. Let it go. Nah, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm, I'm very happy with overall what we, what we did is awesome. Um. That being said, you know how you get those um, speedball things that are attached to the ground on like a like a springy thing? You punch it, it comes back up at you. You know what I mean? Oh, not not gold lot at night. Sorry, not gold lot at night. No, 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 no. Powerball. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'd like to introduce my friend. That is my speedball. Great if we all actually had uh, visual. But... Oh, okay. No one can see that. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And Where do you get the flog. fucking jersey from? Yeah, have you yeah, already jumped? That. Why, why is why is that a flog? Because it's have a you Milwaukee jumped, jumped jersey. Ships? So just Milwaukee as a whole are flogs. And it's a punching bag. Yeah, I like it. So I'm taking my frustration out. All right. Okay. Fuck off. Like That's it. a New Jersey. That's a no, New Jersey. Your bandwagon. You're, you're on you it. reckon? Who, you want to know you who it is? You jumped on their fucking All right, bandwagon. Here you go. Go on. Tell me, tell me who that is. Delhi. Delhi of a Dover. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. You're I wish good. The video you're was good. working you're right good. now. You're good. You're safe. You're safe. You're good. Right. Yeah. Um, nice and easy. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's well done, Hamo. I, I like that you go in and put all of that effort into your flogs. I really do. Um, I got to pay that. And that's that's um, the only ones you see online. <laughs> my flogs. My flog is, um, and just because I want to vent, probably really, maybe doesn't matter, but I'm going to do it anyway. Scott fucking Foster, 13 and 0 now against Chris Paul. Your fucking lack of calls in the crunch time in that game frustrated the fuck out of me. But I'm going to let you go. The biggest flog was fucking Adam Silver. Why does that bloke look like an alien? <laughs> Why did he appoint Scott Foster for that Why game? Why did he appoint Scott Foster? Adam Silver, seriously, you... You are a weird-looking dude. Um, just take your head out of it. Get away. Don't looks just like don't. The professor out of Futurama. I don't even know if he looks. I think the professor's probably looks more human than what Adam Silver does. <laughs> he is the weirdest-looking fucking unit I've ever seen in my life. Um, he, he has is, a very gender-neutral smile. Hey, uh, well, gender neutral is a really, really good way to describe Adam Silver. Um, I was going to go with something else, but gender neutral is probably the safe way to go. Um, weird, weird unit. Uh, I'm just, yeah, anyway. All right, um, we, we've gone through that. Now, the important one is we need to, we, we really do need to touch on this based on the Phoenix Suns 2020 
slash 2021 season, who would you most like to have a beer with? Let's go with Nate. Nate, who yeah, from our 20, 2020, 2021 season are you going Don't to have pick a beer mine? With? <laughs> uh, uh, I'll leave it for you, Boyd. Um, mate, I started with Monty. I like I've literally I've literally written a few names down. I worked down the process. I started with Monty, and the reason for that was it's pure class. When I saw that video of him walking in to the Bucks locker room, putting his arm around Giannis and clearly speaking to that entire Bucks team, obviously with permission of the coach. He didn't just walk in there, I can do whatever I want. He walked in there as a class individual with permission to speak to that team. And I thought, fantastic, Monty. Then I thought about it, I'm like, then I got the email from Sava. And we spoke about this. We all got the email from the, for Suns fans from Sava. And I'm thinking, that's a class move. That is. So I'm thinking, James Jones. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take off Monty. I'm gonna take off Sava. I'm gonna take off James Jones. And I'm, I want a beer with the whole executive team of the Phoenix Suns. The whole executive. I like it. I like it. I look. They and. How good would it be to be in a room having a beer with those guys? Just because, honestly, despite losing, those guys would sit down. They, surely, the coach, the general manager, Robert Sava, that team would all be sitting down now, going, "You know what, guys? What a fucking hell of a ride this year was." That would be a yeah. great room to have a beer. Although, I was expecting Chris Paul because I'd stopped you a couple of times from having a beer with Chris Paul in previous pots. Yeah, well, um, you know. <laughs> he's a vegan. He's not All right, boy, who do you want to have a beer? Yeah, no, he probably doesn't. <laughs> okay, I'm having I'm having a thousand beers with Sir Bobby Sava of uh, Rob Sava, man. <laughs> Wait, so this guy, everyone in Phoenix hates him. And the dude... Past um, every, everyone, Everyone is so... So quick, no, still now, man. Jump on, jump on. Um, well, well, Twitter hates him anyway. Um, for everything wrong that he's done, um, you know, he's not. He's done some stupid things, I guess. Yeah, he's selling draft picks and he's and he's doing a lot of silly things. And um, but and and you know what, he gets he he got in shit for for um uh, berating players and shit like that. I mean that 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 shows me he's passionate. And if um. And if it was my team, um, and people were fucking up, I'd be I'd be emotional too. I probably wouldn't um, tear him down like he did. But um, man, no Oops. one gives no one no one ever gives him credit. Like he's uh, he's he's put this team together. He's um, it's his relationship with Booker, I think, that got him to stay. You know, they're 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 close friends. He brought in Larry Fitzgerald, who's a good culture guy for Arizona. He's brought him into the ownership group. He brought on James Jones, another good culture guy, Monty Williams. And we've said this before. Um, really, it's him. He's the one that has set the platform for this culture and for this team. And he's 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 paid the money, uh, the $44 million that uh, Chris Paul can pick up um, um, in his option this year. So people saying he's not spending money, man, he's he's over the cap and he said that he's happy to uh, keep Macau Bridges and, and um, DA on, on extension. So he's going to stay over the cap, man. So it's, it's Bobby Sava, man. He's wearing chains, his shirt off on planes. He's <laughs> I love that. that man, was man, he's, 
he's he's fucking trying. He might have done some silly shit, but give him a break. Give him credit where credit's due, eh? Bobby yeah. Sarver, mate, what, what, was, what we were saying off uh, off the pod earlier, mate, uh, Boyd, when we were talking about what was he working with? Now we were talking yeah. about when when the hate was on, he was working with a thirty year old GM who used to be a scout. So it's a first time GM at thirty years of age. Now I looked up to Ryan McDonough, like thirty year old GM, awesome. But he got his first gig under someone worth that much money. I mean, okay, great. You you're know not going to have you're going to you're going to have to coach a little bit. You're going to have to intervene a little bit. And he Ryan, had a staff of first time. So. Ryan McDonough came in after being under the Denny Ainge. Um, you know, draft pick guy, right? That get all these draft he was picks. A scout. He was a scout. He, he was, wasn't yeah. the GM. He was there to tear it down, and he fucking tore it down. He just didn't get it back up and running, you know, quick enough. What do you I guess. mean? And he's... What do you mean, Dragon Bender, Mc... uh, Marquise Chris? <laughs> oh, come on, Kendall Marshall. I know, Kendall I know, Marshall. I know. Oh, oh, look, I, for Marquise Chris, that was the best trade ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. don't bring that. Come on. But look, yeah, he was there to. To to um yeah, you know, McD had a couple of couple of good things. He got Bledsoe for fucking what was it? Uh, Mate, Jared he Dutton. drafted Booker. He, he drafted, drafted Booker. Booker. That's all we and need to remember. Drafted, he, he drafted Bridges and and Da as well. Yeah, correct. He also oh. drafted Bridges and Da. Although, oh, you oh Bridges, come on, James Jones drafted Bridges, and Bridges Ryan McDonough thing, got told to shut the fuck up. The Bridges <laughs> thing. You're probably right. <laughs> the Bridges thing was um was a forced thing for him. He wanted uh, Zaire Smith. Shay Gilgis. He didn't want Shay, but uh, that wasn't the trade. It was... Zaire Smith. Uh, Zaire, it was, was it? Zaire Smith. Well, that's what he got. Sure. Zaire um, Smith is what went to Philly. Yeah, yeah so yeah. That, that's, that's who... He actually wanted Zaire Smith and... Sava went. No, I want you to take bridges. So tr- do the trade. So it was Bobby. um Sava. Sava actually wanted bridges. What a man! But uh, yeah, no good call. Good call. Hamo, who do you want to have a beer with? Um. Well, everyone sort of went away from players there, which is good. Um, been accused of kiss asking before. I'm not going to do this right now. However, okay, tell us I you want to be with Nate again. You fucking kiss ass. <laughs> of course I do. However, everyone's included in this. All of us true Aussie Suns fans, the guys that have been there from the start. You're talking you, Gav, obviously, and Boyd. That time you were at the tavern was fucking hilarious. Um, Ashaw, oh, Josh Plast. Hell, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Josh, Josh, oh, no, no doubt, no doubt at all. Josh Platt, Jared, Jared um, Humphreys, Ashaw, Jared Humphreys, Jared Banks. Um, I'm gonna forget everyone, but thank you for this award. But no, just honestly, like our abroad Sancho, right? All of our fans abroad, like the true fans, Buck Sancho. Ah, uh, Sancho's cool, bro. Um, but yeah, no, like just all of our fans. Not our personal fans, but us Phoenix Suns fans. It'd just be unreal to have a beer with everyone and just enjoy the season that was. We've done a great job. Um, There's a particular quote I'm just going to bring up right now from Vince Lombardi, who the NFL um, gridiron trophy is named after. 
hammer. Hit us, hammer. Hit us. But this is this is perfect, man. It, it honestly is. So perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. I like that. That's, it may have been our first time at bat in 53 years. It's the best thing we've done in 10 and even better in 28. But I tell you what, man, we just keep grinding. To use the Carolina Panthers motto, we just keep pounding and just keep getting it on, man, and just get a, get better and better and better. I so, love it. Yeah. Well done, that's mate. Um, I don't agree with that. Sounds like the kids. I don't agree sounds with like the, the perfect Jerry Springer final thought yeah, for me. I don't I don't Fantastic. agree with the Vince Lombardi um quote because perfection. Um but anyway, um nice. I want to have a beer with and and I love that nomination. You've basically just said you want to have a beer with Nate again. Like a fucking kiss ass, Jesus Christ. Um I just want to have a beer with our squad. Get them all in the room. That squad took us this year from mediocrity to pride, really. We've all been proud of that team this year. Um, so for me, I just uh, love to have a beer with the squad that ran out every week, um, rocked up dressed in orange shorts and a suit jacket, uh, Devin Booker rocking up in his fucking what, – what's he, what's he got? Cadillac, Chevys? What's his? Yeah, he's got cars? everything, bro. Oh. He's got Ferraris. He's got everything. He's that that special girl that he brought out the garage just for that game that was on ESPN with Rachel Nichols. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, Rachel was. Uh, hold on. How do you put this without getting in trouble? Rachel was. Just do very, it. We're Aussies. We get in trouble. Rachel was <laughs> very excited in the nether regions about Devin Booker's cars, um, uh, which was which was fantastic to see for. Def and um, despite the fake Twitter shit that where they were talking about having fucking kids with Kardashians and all that sort of shit, look, just give me the squad and let's, well, let's go. That, that, was, that was a polar opposite statement to anything to do with moisture there, uh, Gav. It was kids, moisture, polar moisture. moisture. Uh, yeah, anyway, I think, uh, look, end of the day, the nominations there for the beers. Very well done, gents. And um, let's just get them all in one room together, maybe at Marley's, and we'll all just have a beer. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, that, oh, that would be a party right there. there. Although we're Australian, oh, so wanted, we'd I be broke as fuck. <laughs> if it, let's be honest, if we ended up at Marley's with all those guys, we'd be broke as fuck because we don't, we're Australians, we don't shy away from shouting. So there'd be a lot and of we'd have to tip on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There would be 20% a hell of a lot of coin. Hell of a lot of coin spent that night. But um, no, uh, very good. So uh, now, boys, we're just going to go in. All I want to do is get a season wrap from each of you. Um, obviously, I, with my monologue, I already covered it off for me. Um, by the way, I don't feel like I got enough love for my monologue, which was spectacular. But anyway, we'll... Um, well that's because we'll... you stole it off all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll go in and we will, uh, we'll just get a wrap-up from each year. The season as a whole, um, coming out of the, the back, off the back of our 8-0 bubble into this season. Um, Hamo, you can kick it off, mate. 
Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Jared Humphreys today in the group chat, uh, one of the times I was actually looking at it, and he said that people around him at work are looking at him like he's, like, they don't, giving him condolences and that kind of stuff, and I, I just don't feel that way. I think what we've done in the last two years, is, like, has just been outstanding to go from the second second lowest team you know second worst record in the league out of 30 up to being where we've been this year what we did in the bubble last year extremely extremely proud to rock the colors always um but this is sort of a two-pronged question for me too man because i'm very grateful for what we as a group have done this season as well um you know what you've done gav with Cable starting the group, uh, sorry, starting the podcast and all that, um, starting off the group chat, which was early on in, into the season. Well, that was you, um, mate. You did the group chat. No, no, you started it. Um, you know, having having guys like The Hand here, Good Boyd, you know, Ash has been on the cast, everyone that's put love into this page. Aaron, you're a crack up. It was so good to have you on the pod. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just it's it's such an awesome feeling to go from where we went two, three years ago with the the OG8 people that we had or whatever it was. And obviously we've got a lot of bandwagoners now who hopefully won't be around next season. Um, but it's just so good to find, you know, personally, I don't know what I'd do without you guys and the chat and the pod and the page you know, our personal chats, our group chats, everything like that. Um, I, I'm extremely thankful for what our team has done and extremely thankful for what we have done as a whole. Well said, mate. Well said. But that did not describe what this season meant to you or highlights of the season or anything from you. So give me at least one highlight of this sun season for you. Knocking LeBron James out of the fucking playoffs. I love it. Excellent. Excellent highlight. What about you, Nate? Give us your uh, monologue to finish off. You're frozen on my screen again, but give it to me anyway. Mate, That's a great um, frozen gonna, face I'm, too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm going I'm to echo uh, the, the sentiments that um, Hammo has, has come out with there. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to sit at a pub with a bunch of strangers that I just met through this page and gave through you um, this season. And, and, and granted, let's, let's go on to that. I wouldn't have had that opportunity if we didn't make the playoffs. So <laughs> reason we make the playoffs, CP3. Um, highlight for my season. And you know what? Every single one of us wanted at the start of this season to believe he was worth 40 million. And I think that question got answered for every single one of us. Absolutely is. Absolutely worth the uh, player option if he took it up. Now, we all are under the assumption that that's going to turn into another three-year option. And I don't think after this season, any single Suns fan should discount or argue whatever CP3 chooses. Player option or three-year extended, re-sign, whatever, I think it's a highlight, and his his post game after after losing the finals, where he said, "It's still too soon. 
we need to process this. You need to give us time. Uh, I'm not going to make comments uh, right now. Obviously, we're hurting. Obviously, we're experiencing emotions. Uh, I think that was such a mature message, not just for Suns fans to hear and his team to hear, uh, but I think it was a perfect uh, final statement for our season that sums it up and sets up next. Love it. Well said. Great wrap-up. Fantastic stuff. Boyd, what about you, mate? Okay, so I'm thinking of what I really – the highlight for the year for me was um, was uh, Phoenix going against the trend in the in the never-rest mentality, the never – you got you got all this load management going is rampant throughout the whole fucking league, and it's just it takes away from the from the end product really. And our guys, we got a fucking thirty seven year old uh, point guard who came in and 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 done his thing. It never never um, you know never never asked for you know to rest back to backs, um, played through injury, and man, it's just it's it's a lost art in the NBA nowadays. And it, it just speaks a lot to the attitude, the, the culture that Phoenix has um, and just the attitude that this got, this, this group has as a, and, and, and that's a, that's a big reason, um, you know, that we had all that uh, player development, which I think, um, I think Nate, you were talking about earlier, the player development mm-hmm. comes, comes through that continuity, the, um, the guys building chemistry and playing, you know, even if you are tied, they're, they're, just, they're just backing up night after night. We're, we're a top two seed in the entire NBA because of it. But that mentality is the big highlight for me. And it's exactly what it's exactly what our young core needed. And they need it for next year. And that's how we got all that. Um, everyone took a step. Um, reminded me a lot of, uh, I think it was back in 2014, when we had a lot of, a lot of players having um, breakout seasons. I think... Uh, the the Marie um, um, broke out. We had um, um, you know bumper years from um, was it six man of the year? Was it Dragic? Um, yeah. E Bled was the borderline all star. We just had all these guys that year uh, that just that just played hard, and I, I haven't seen it since then. And um, yeah, albeit what's happened with them guys, some of them are tosses now. But but yeah, just that. Mm-hmm. Just that, mm-hmm. that, mate, just that nose to the grindstone. We're not resting. We're fucking doing this. And they did it every single night. And it just made made the whole season a pleasure for me to watch. Hard to argue that. I think um, uh, uh, from a highlight perspective, the attitude of that entire organisation was a massive highlight for me. Um, and off the back of what Hamo said before, um, we, we started the group a couple of seasons ago almost now. Um, it was, it, it's been great, but this year we really got started to get to know one another and it's unfortunate COVID came along and um, probably stopped a couple of times, a couple of catch-ups and whatever else. But um, it's uh, this has been one of those seasons where, especially as Aussie Suns fans, I mean, I think we've all said it before, at the start, when I started this group, I thought there, we might get 100 members, maybe, tops, um, and most of them wouldn't have a fucking clue uh, exactly the pain that we've been through before, 
wouldn't mm-hmm. understand where the sides come from, wouldn't understand any of that sort of stuff. But um, what I've realised is that there is 350, 400 people out there in Australia just like me who have been Suns fans for a long time. And the podcast... Like you, Gav. The, the podcast has, um, <laughs> has opened that up even more, um, getting to speak to you guys, um, particularly over the playoff series every couple of days, going through different things and, and actually enjoying um, the wins and losses, the highs and lows together has been fantastic. Um, All the emotions, it's, man. Credit, credit it, to you, it been, Credit to you. This has been great. It, it, it's been um, absolutely outstanding. I've, I've, I've absolutely loved every second of every podcast, every conversation, the whole lot. Um, and this team has allowed us to do that this year. So um, this whole season's been a fucking highlight for me, apart from probably the last four games. Well said. So, uh, guys, we're basically, uh, well, we, we are ready to wrap her up now. So, uh, anyone else with any final comments on the season? Anything else you want to bring up? Obviously, our plan is that next week we will we will do a pod that focuses on free agency in the draft. Um, and looking at it, the good thing about COVID is we are – we are very, very short. We have a very, very short turnaround. I think it's ten weeks before we're in camp, um, so it, it's a it's a quick turnaround. Draft is next Friday, and then basically free agency kicks off just after that. Um, so we have a quick turnaround, which is exciting because uh, we have the momentum as a team, and I look forward to that continuing. So, Boyd, any last comments? Nope, I'm done, mate. I've talked enough. <laughs> exhausted, exhausted at all. All right. Well, I hope you could jump on our uh, our free agency slash draft pod next uh, in the next week. Uh, we don't know what day yet, but we'll certainly do it. Nate, any last comments? Mate, I am just super excited for the trajectory of the player development. What we saw mid-season, we didn't even see it at the start. And then the end. we saw it mid-season, we saw it during the playoffs, we saw it you know, into the finals. I think if, if that trajectory for our player development continues, next season everyone should be fucking scared of us. Uh, plus flip sticks, flip sticks, get rid of that contract. But play uh, trajectory. I, 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 I hate to, I hate to, I hate to say because Hamo's here and it might upset him. I fucking agree a hundred percent. Flip sticks. Uh, Get it, get rid of him now while he has man. I just get, threw it get rid of him now while he has value. He is basically <laughs> a poor man's Marquis Chris. Um, Hamo, last comments. You know me, man. I'm all about love. Um, thank you, Dave King and the Solar Panel. Um, number two. Inspirations. Thank you very much to hashtag Pierre Cardin for using the uh, letting us use your video and music, man. That is huge. Um, number three, Ben Simmons, I live in Shell Harbour. Come fight me, you little bitch. <laughs> and on those uh, shout-outs well, too, hashtag Latbrokes. Aussie oh, Suns yes. fans code. Latbrokes. Aussie Suns what, fans. Why don't you give Fuck it to you us again there, Nate, quickly? If you dive through the feed, you'll find a link, but basically the code is Aussie Suns fans and uh, open up a new account and be generous with your opening donation. 
Yes, absolutely. And, and uh, we, we did speak about it. So <laughs> for those of you that are to where we will be kicking off uh, some sort of funding that will help us with um, getting the pod rolling uh, without cutoffs and all that sort of editing and saving some people some hours and some work. Um, so it'd be great if you could donate. We're also going to do the same sort of thing with the Labrakes account. We're going to kick off a Labrakes account for the Aussie Suns fans page for our multis next season. Um, so make sure you jump on board. Agree with Hamo. Thank you very much to Pierre Cardin for for lending us the music uh, for our intro, outro for the whole yeah, season. Thank you very much to Cable. Couldn't jump on tonight, unfortunately, but um, he has done all Cable. of our editing, all of our uploading, um, all of our work for the year and and really carries it. Um, he has got a post. He has worked page. very hard with the editing. Kudos he to absolutely him, has. Um, Especially with half the shit I've said he's cut out. Yep. yep, he has a post on the page about uh, getting some merchandise for Aussie Suns fans. So make sure you oh, check that out. Get that. Make a comment if you're interested. Um, we're going to start off with some headbands, uh, but Cable's looked at beanies, he's looked at hoodies, he's looked at some different sort of stuff. So get on and look at that and support that. Um, because reality is we need everyone jumping on board. That's the only way we're going to be able to do it. Thank you to everybody who's been guest this year. Ash Shaw, Erin, um, of course, uh, Boyd, who's here with us tonight. Nate, who uh, is now part of the Big Four and a regular anyway. Hamo, Cable, it. Um, everybody, uh, really appreciate it. You've helped us get this off the ground. Most importantly, and Cable will kill me if I don't do it, like, subscribe, share, make sure this gets out there. Watch it. Um we are Aussie Suns fans. We are passionate. We love it. Um, but we need your support to make sure that we can keep this going and keep this rolling over. So appreciate if you have tuned in. Make sure you keep tuning in, whether it be via Spotify or YouTube um, or whatever other platform it is that you are following us on. Um, like, subscribe, and enjoy it. Until next week when we talk about a bit of uh, free agency and draft next stuff, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we will be the champs next season. That's that is all. Thanks, guys. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E Sons and you know we up next. Yeah, yeah we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul bring a dinner with the dish. D book on the corner with the swish. We the valley, hating with the dunk. Pulse rising, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the Suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing.